Hey guys, and welcome to the Overcome Youth Podcast. It's Tamara and Chris here, and we are so excited you chose to listen to this week's episode. Our prayer is that you gain wisdom and experience an overflow of blessings in your life. God has so much in store, so get ready. This is the Overcome Youth Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Overcome Youth Podcast. It's me and Tamara here. We are back with a new episode uh, of the Overcome Youth Podcast. Say hey, Tamara. Hey. How was your day, Tamara? It was good. I feel like it was very long, but we definitely had a great service this morning. We had, what was it, four baptisms? Four baptisms, yeah, four. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, we had two guys. or Not the train. Two, yeah, the train. I'm so sorry, guys. It's a, Every time we come in here, there's a train. So, uh, Speaking of trains, I do want to say this. We counted a train car or a line of whatever you call it, a train. 217 carts carts we were sitting at that road track for like 20 minutes all right it was really like 10 yeah chris but was going crazy he's like I've it was never seen one this long i mean it had two in the beginning then i had one in the middle but forget about that that's not the reason we're on this podcast today uh so back back to the baptisms we had four baptisms today uh one family and then one of our good friends named simon uh Sorry, Simon, if you didn't want your name on the podcast. But so we had four people get baptized, and it was amazing because two of them are part of the youth group, and it's just great to see when teenagers are committed to Christ, especially uh, in the generation that we live nowadays. Yeah. Because as you know, Tamara, schools and stuff are not a good place no. to be no more. No. Uh, it, it's crazy how bad it is, really. So. What do, do we got anything major coming up anytime soon? I know the 16th, right? The 16th, we have uh, that Wednesday night where everyone's going to gather together. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have like what three churches or something like that that we're going to all gather in one place uh, and we're all going to worship and hear the word. Uh, I think Brother Holden is going to be preaching. So we're super excited about that. Super excited to have more people join us. Uh, for worship and for praise and opening up the book and actually or open up the word and actually learning about Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I'm super and stoked for it. If any of y'all that are listening are from like around here, we would love for y'all to come to yep. join. Wednesday night, the 16th, uh, food starts at, well, Is it six? I, I, I'm not exactly sure that it'll be around six, uh, but Wednesday night and it's going to be good. Uh, 307 Brickyard Road, Dalton, Georgia. Uh, we'd love to have you every single Wednesday night. Uh, we, we start at six, uh, we start eating a good meal. And then at six 30, we go into our, every class and we have all ages throughout the whole church. Uh, of course we have a youth. This is the overcome youth podcast. So now all that's out of the way. Tamara, where are we? What are we doing today? What, what's the, what's the title? What, like, what, what are we digging into today? Okay. So I'm pretty excited about this one. And when I first read it, I was like, oh, my goodness, like, what in the world? I cannot comprehend it, but it's it's kind of a little bit tricky, but I'm going to read it, and I'm going to read it slow, so hopefully everybody will understand. But the title is, The Best Way to Show People God is Everything We Say He Is, is for us to be everything He says we are. I'm going to read it one more time. The best way to show people God is everything we say He is, is for us to be everything He says we are. Yeah. So really the the thing that I got from that is the title that was kind of showing me 
uh, I'm just going to speak on this real quick. Then we're going to pray, uh, and then we're going to dig into the word. Actually, let me just go ahead and pray first, uh-huh. just so we can open it up and get right into it. God, I just thank you for this day, Lord, and I just thank you for just allowing us just to open up your word again, God. Every time we get to open up your word, it's a blessing because we're so blessed in this country to be able to open up your word and just uh, have whole copies of the word and actually study through it and actually read through it and learn about you, Lord. And Lord, I pray for uh, Ukraine right now. I pray for everything that's going on in that area, Lord. I pray that you just, I pray that your will is done, God, that your will that is done, you, you, you go, you're, you're already over there, but I pray that you just keep family safe and just, just have your way, have your will, uh, just everything throughout that situation. You know the needs, God, and I just pray that you, you just, I know it's in your hands and that you're going to take care of it and it's going to be glory unto you, Father. And God, I ask you to, to anoint us on this time. Just let us dig into your word and pull out everything that you want us to pull out. And Lord, I just thank you for your love and for your mercy and for your grace that's always abundant, that's always there. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay, so the verse for the podcast is going to be John thirteen thirty five, And let's see. It says, By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good verse. I mean, or all of it's good. I mean, Jesus is saying this right here. Jesus is speaking. Uh, and this is, you know, a little prelude in the beginning of this chapter this is where jesus washed the feet of the disciples uh so i'm just gonna say the verse one more time by this all i'm gonna read the verse before it actually it says i give you a new command love one another just as i have loved you you must also love one another by this people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another so what is the bible telling us right there like what what's what's something you got out of that timer real quick or not real quick, what's something that you got out of that? Or something you want to talk about? What is it? Um, so I would say the first thing that stood out to me or that came to my mind is like obviously it's talking about love and I feel like love like if you are being Christ like, if you are in the will of God and you, you know, are a Christian and you're you're being Christ like, which sometimes we feel we're not always gonna be, you know, Christ like, but that's what we strive for. And I feel like if we are striving to be Christ-like, then love is going to come with that. Like love is just going to follow because oh yeah, that is ultimately like that is who you know God is. So yeah, that's that is, right. That's that's one of the big things that I got out of that. I just feel like if we are being Christ-like, that that is just gonna. And I'm not I'm not saying it's all the time. Like I'm not saying we don't have to put any effort into love. Like we're there's going to be some times where we're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, no, love yeah, that that's person. Right. I don't want to love that person, but. Ultimately, if you are being, because Jesus wouldn't do that. So if you are being Christ-like, then I feel like the love part is just going to like follow and it's just going to flow into and it's not, you're not going to really have to like, okay, I have to love, I have to love. Like, it's just going to come with that. No, yeah, you're right. And the thing is, is what does Christian stand for? Guess what? It's being Christ-like. That's what, that's what it is. And what did Christ do? How did Christ show love? I showed you before, or not, I didn't show you before, but we was talking about before. We was talking about how. You know, Jesus, 100% man, 100% God, right? He was born into this world, not as a king, but he came to be a servant. He came to be someone that didn't get served. He came to serve people. And that's how you see when when Jesus washed the feet of the disciples, you know, uh, 
some people are even even in the scripture i don't have it saved or i don't have it saved right here but throughout the verse you know why are you washing my feet i should be washing your feet but you know jesus like no i'm gonna wash your feet yeah. uh he, he he served people he you know he came to be a servant and that's what he done when he went out to the cities or he went out to the towns and all this type of stuff you had people you know back in that days if you uh if you were like sick or uh say you had leprosy or something you were like a cast out like no one touched yeah. you no one done anything with you you were off in a corner by yourself cast out of the city pretty much no one wanted anything to do with you whatsoever but what did jesus do jesus went to them people jesus went to them he went to them guys to them girls to them people because that's what he came for he didn't come for the rich he didn't well he did come for the rich but he came for the sinners and all that stuff too he came for everybody but He's not back in those days or even sometimes in our days too. We see we see people, you know, on the side of the road or we see people standing out, whatever it is, and we're kind of just like, oh, oh, you know, have that little avoid, avoid, avoid. But that's not what Jesus Jesus went to those people. Jesus spoke to those people. Jesus loved on those people because that's what who needs it. That's who uh that's what he wanted to show that he had unconditional love. Guess what? Unconditional love, no conditions on it whatsoever. You didn't have to buy his love. You didn't have to have this many, have this much stuff to have his love. You, you, you if you didn't have anything, guess what? God loves you the same as he loves everybody else. And that's how he showed it when he just came and he came for the sinners. You know, he he didn't he didn't cast anyone away, casting anyone out like get away from me, stay away from me, blah blah, all this type of stuff. He went to him, and that's that's one thing that I really want to. If people are going to know that we're Jesus' disciples, then guess what? We got to go to those people. We got to go to the, uh, we got to go to the people that people don't want to go to. You know, so I don't know, and I and I think people are called to do different things. You know, like some are called to do that stuff, some are called to do other things. It is what it is, but our entire call as christians is the great commission to go and tell every nation tell everybody we know about jesus christ and about what he done i mean that's how and how are we going to do that it doesn't have to be me say me and you were talking tamar and we were just chit-chatting or whatever it doesn't have to be me sitting here telling you all this stuff i could just show you love you know it's not a it's not always a verbal thing it could be acts it could be something like that i don't know so and i think too when you're talking about the love and you know how Jesus went out to, he didn't just go out to the rich people. Like he went out to the people, like you kind of said, like standing on the side of the roads, like the poor people, you know, and I feel like the love that we show as Christians um, draws people in. Like I know when I look at somebody and I say, man, like I can really see, you know, Jesus through her, God through her. I can really see him through her or him. It's, mostly because of for one you know how they love and how just their words like you can just tell that they love people and I feel like that is a big thing that just draws people in for people to see people that are lost you know and they see that the love that you have and the joy that you have I feel like people are like you know how why, why, why do you have that love? Why yeah. do you have that joy? I want that. You know, if we allow people to see that through us, and um, I think this kind of touches on last week's topic, but if we allow people to see that through us, then, you know, that's going to pull them in. 
Yeah, and like you just said, last week's topic, I mean, selfless love was last week. That's what we talked about, and that's what Jesus showed, that unconditional selfless love. Yeah. Nothing about me, but everything about you. Yeah. Uh, something you said earlier was really what really caught my eye is you said, talking about love, and you said that's what God is. The Bible tells us God is love. Yeah. You know, some people think, what is love? Like, what is it? The Bible says in First, First uh, John, if I could get it, First John 4, 16, it says, And we have come to know and to believe that love, let me reread that. And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And the one who remains in him, or, and the one who remains in love remains in God, and God remains in him. So that tells us right there that if love remains in us, because love is from God, love is God, that's what he is. He is a perfect picture of love. Uh, and some people might think, well, like, what do you mean God is love? Because God literally created, just like a little short story, God created the entire world, right? He spoke everything into existence, and then he said existence, and then he said, let us make man in our own image. You know, that's when he actually formed us. He made us. He had the intimacy with us. That's that's how much he loves us, and he sent his son, of course, to die for us, to die for our sins so that we could forever have a home with him. I mean, that's what love is. That's what true love is, and it says, and the one who remains in love remains in God. So... If we want to remain close to God, staying side by side by God, we got to have that love. We got to always have that love for people. We always got to show people love. Uh, and just like I said, it's not always going to be verbal. It's not always going to be that going up and talking to someone, but acting or acting some type of way. Let me show you a big one. A big one is when you go to lunch after church, guess what? And your food comes out wrong. Yeah. And or it's cold or. You know, something's wrong or I don't even know anything could be wrong. Something goes wrong. And then, I mean, what what there? someone told me, it was a while ago, but someone told me that servers don't want to work on Sunday because Sunday after when church people get out, they're the rudest customers to work for. And how is that showing love? How is that showing Jesus? I mean, that's what, when something's messed up, hey, you know, whatever, they fixed it. Uh, love them anyway. People mess up. We mess up every single day. So I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but no, you know, we got to show love. No, I really like that. And that kind of leads into something that I was going to say. But in 1 John 4 19, it says, We love him because he first loved us. That's right. And with him first loving us, it doesn't mean that he loved us when we got all cleaned up or oh, yeah. he loved us when, you know, we were fresh and clean in our nice church Sunday clothes. Like he loved us in our sin. He loved the people that weren't, aren't, I mean, now weren't or aren't even Christians. He loves the drunks. I mean, you name it, everybody, literally everybody. So if he, if we, we love because he first loved us, then why, if he loved them people, then why is it? so hard for us to love those that are, you know, struggling with things or, you know, yeah. not even a Christian or, or don't look like us or, you know, I don't, I just. No. Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, especially nowadays, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in this world that like 
people are saying or people are doing or people are saying I'm not, you know, you don't like me because of this or you don't like me because of this, but God calls us to love everybody. God calls us to do everything for each other. Uh, and that's what God, God showed a perfect example of that multiple times. You know, everything that he done throughout the scriptures, his his life that he walked, his ministry that he showed, he showed us the life to live. He showed us this is how we need to show God because God is loving. That he literally gave us a point of view. And we can read about it in the Gospels about Jesus' life, about how to live. He showed us how to live. Yeah. Are we ever going to be able to attain the level that he lived because he was perfect? No. Because none of us are perfect at all. Yeah. But he gave us a guideline. He gave us, first off, the word of God to live our life by that shows us what we need to do, that shows us every single step that we take in life. We can resort back to the word, resort back to the Bible, and actually study or actually get answers from the book. Let God talk to us. Let God speak through us. Uh, it, it's it's amazing how much God shows you uh or how much it's amazing that how much God done for people that no matter what was going on that He done that for people that He mm-hmm. first off He died of course but it's just crazy to think like I I can't get over the lepers or like the uh the blind man who who can see or or you know the the woman with a blood disease that she just touched the hem of his garment and guess what He was healed or the woman uh back in the day too adultery was a huge thing back in the day yeah. or. Of course, it still is now. No one, no one, we shouldn't be doing that. But yeah, I can't, I can't help to think like when we're talking about this, is the woman at the well, you know, in one of the verses in the um, story, she was like, "What are you doing, a Jew, talking to me, a Samaritan?" Yeah, like that that didn't happen back then, and she like was so like, I don't even know like what words you would use, but she was so surprised that. He was even talking to her because they didn't do that. And that just shows like, that just shows how much he loves and how much, and that just how, that's like a perfect example of how we shouldn't follow what the world says. We shouldn't follow what everybody else says is right. You know, if we know it's not right, then, you know, why do it? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And I don't know how to start. I know how, but I don't know what just made me think about this. But uh, the woman at the well is, you know, she went at 12 o'clock or midday pretty much to go get water, which no one else done that. Everyone else went when it was cool, you know, not in the middle of the day when it's heat. Uh, Because she didn't want to be seen by no one else. No one else wanted to see her. Mm -hmm. No one. I mean, everyone knew what she was doing and all this type of stuff. Uh, No, no one wanted to. And that's how people are. That's how people are today. That's how we can. That's how we're not supposed to be. And what Jesus done is how we're supposed to be. That's like a perfect example. Like, you don't want to talk to someone because of a past or whatever it is, whatever is going on in their life at that moment. Uh, But Jesus would have just walked right up to them and said, "Hey, I love you," and there ain't a thing you can do about it, Pastor C. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think we can relate that to people today too. Like you were saying, you know, we've put so much stress. And so much discomfort on people that aren't like us. And they feel like they don't fit in. They aren't worthy. They aren't loved. And they feel that in order to stay away from everybody, they got to go 
you know, in the early morning or the night hours to the store because they don't want to be seen because they just feel so unworthy. And that is, yeah, that's such a shame that we've, you know, put people through that and just look, just lowered personal standards like that to certain, and I'm not pointing anybody out. I'm just saying like, we've all at once done this, whether we notice it or not, you know, and it doesn't have to, I'm not saying it has to be to an extreme degree. I mean, it can just a sly remark to somebody that you, that you, you know, said, and sometimes we say stuff that we don't mean a certain way, but some people take it a certain way. Yep. And like you said, I mean, we're just going to have to, and when, when, like Tamara said, when we say we, I mean, don't feel guilty. I mean, don't feel, you know, I mean, you feel guilty, you feel guilty, but I'm, I'm yeah. just saying like, we're talking about us. Yeah. Every, know, every I, time we're, we we're not re- pointing anybody out, singling anybody out. We're talking about us. Every time we refer to people or there's people or people out we, there, it's, you know. it's us too. We're not saying like just y'all, the people that are listening or the people that are across the street or in your neighborhood or whatever. It is us too here speaking. on the Us podcast. as Christians just have to do a better yes. job at loving people. Yeah. If we want to be effective, if we want this verse that Jesus says, by this, by loving everybody as I have loved you, they will know that you're my disciples. If we want people to see that we're that we're followers of Jesus Christ, if we want them to see that, if we want them to know the love of Jesus, guess what? We gotta show them the love of Jesus. We gotta show them that love. We gotta be that love. We gotta do that love. Have that act of love that Jesus did. Um, yeah. And one thing, so my my friend, and I'm gonna we're gonna take a little break here because I have something to go along with that, but I'm gonna introduce her a little bit first. But my friend Jordan, um, we've been friends since high school but we've recently started like into college we've started um like our friendship has started growing and just um more maturing maturing yes maturing and just it's more like god's definitely in the center now before we weren't i mean we would say hey but like now we usually like talk every day we do a bible study during the week together and i asked her to be on this podcast today but she couldn't but she wanted me to send her the title and the scripture and she kind of formed her own notes and she said that I, she sent them to me and she said that I could share some of them. And um, I feel like um, most of the stuff that she had in her notes was along the lines of what we're saying, you know, being cross-locked, like showing the love of Jesus. But there was one thing that she said and it really stood out to me and made me think of another verse. Um, and Chris kind of just mentioned it. He was talking about, um, showing love, like showing, um, not only preaching or speaking or sharing the gospel, but also, also showing it. And she, in her notes, she said, spreading the gospel is not just about speaking it. It's about showing it constantly. And that made me think about, um, scripture in James 2, 14, I think it goes through 17. Yes. It says, what does it profit? What does it profit my brethren? If someone says he has faith but does not have works, can faith stay, save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute, I think that's how you say that, of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So I I love that, and I thought about that, and I was thinking of a way to tie that in. But 
overall, if you have, if you don't have works with your faith, it's dead. And I feel like we can apply that here because if we say we are a Christian and we have faith in God, but we don't have the works, like if we do not, because love is one of our works, Mm -hmm. if we do not show love, then, you know, what are we really doing? You know, are we just, you know, being a Christian without, without the works? I just feel like we got saved and that was it. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's that, what we talked about this in Sunday school actually this morning. Uh, that exact passage actually. Uh, a lot of times, sometimes I feel like, and I've been there, I've done it. I've definitely, you know, it too. you get saved and that's it. Yeah. That's it. But the thing is, the Bible refers to this life, the, the, the Christian life as a race. And sometimes I feel like some people think that. When you get saved, that's the end of the race. Yeah. And guess what? That's not the end of the race. That is the very start of your race. Yeah. And to to move forward in that race, to actually run your race, and and you got to take extra steps for Christ. You got to you get saved, fantastic. You know, you you've accepted Jesus Christ. You know Him. But the thing is, is we have to go out on that faith too. We have to take yeah. steps. You know, it's just like I'm working on a message right now or a series. And it's like building a house. What's the first thing you do in build a house? You have that foundation, right? So once you have that foundation, you're standing on, you're, you, you've got accepted by Jesus Christ, or not accepted by Jesus Christ, but you've accepted Jesus Christ. You're on that foundation, right? But the thing is, is God has supplied you everything that you need for the, to build the rest of your house or for the rest of your life to finish your house or finish your race or whatever. But until he's gave you everything. Yeah. But guess what? You got to pick up a hammer and start swinging some nail or start swinging and hitting some nails in and putting some boards up and putting some things if you ever want it to grow. Because God has supplied his part, but without you doing your part, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh. So long story short, if you want to hear that, if you want to hear that, come to the youth. I don't know when it's going to happen. It may be a couple weeks, but I feel like I'm excited about it. Because, uh, I mean, our life is like a race, but it's also like building a house, you know. That foundation, that's where we start. And but that's not it. I mean, who who builds a house and st- stops on a foundation? Yeah. Nobody. nobody. What you, don't you have do? A house. Yeah, you don't we, have a we house. Don't have the end product. But by the end of our life, we need to have our house built. We need to have everything put on, the roof, everything. Yep. And and after the salvation and accepting him, that's where that that's where what we were talking about before about being cross like that's where that comes in that's where that's the time period in which we start you know being cross like trying to be cross like yeah. as as much as we can because we're not going to be perfect we're not going to be just like him there's no way but i mean we can strive to be as close as we can got to show that love yep. got to show that love yeah that's all i got tamara what do you, you got anything else that you want to add in or nope that's all i got too well, so that this has been the second week that we have been in this little devotional book that we've been doing. Uh, it's really good. It's getting really good. Uh, it's like 365 days of walking in love, uh, and it really speaks on some great points. And I'm hoping I'm hoping you guys are really enjoying this. Uh, and if you want to interact with us, if you want to talk to us, if you got something that we you want us to talk about, guess what? We have a Facebook page. Uh, we disclaimer. We used to be on the Overcome Youth podcast page. We have deleted that page now. 
the page where we are going to post updates on the podcast when stuff gets uploaded, when things drop, and all that type of stuff uh, is Overcome Youth. If you go to Facebook and you look up Overcome Youth, you will see our logo, uh, and it will say Overcome Youth, and that's just give that page a like, and guess what? You'll see when our episodes drop, and you'll see everything that the youth group is doing, everything that the McFarland Hill Baptist Church Youth Group is taking part of, things that the church is doing, uh, all this type of stuff. You, it's it's good. I, I suggest give us a like on Facebook. I think that we're on Instagram too. We have an Overcome Youth Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't, if you're on Instagram, we have an Instagram. Uh, but other than that, I mean. Normally, our podcast stuff, though, goes only on Facebook, but on the Instagram, you're more than welcome to follow it, too, and that's where all of our, like, youth announcement, youth yeah. events, or, like, sometimes we'll take pictures during the services and, you know, post them yeah. and stuff like that. Just, that, it just, it's what we're doing in the youth room, basically. It's not just all about the podcast. Yeah, so that's that's it. That's all that I got, Tamara. Do you got anything before we close it out? I think I'm good. All right, guys. Well, this has been the second episode of the Overcome Youth Podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying and we enjoying, and we will see you guys next week. I love you guys. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. We hope and pray that you gained something from this podcast. We love y'all and can't wait to check back in with y'all next time.